Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Wednesday, January 8th. S&P futures are trading down um, just three to four points. So they're at about 32.30 right now. Uh, that is well off the overnight low of about 31.80. Asia finished in the red across the board, um, but Asia had closed pretty much before people had kind of reevaluated the importance of the news out of Iran overnight. Um, the European indices are trading down about 35 to 40 basis points. Um, Brent had spiked initially, but it's well off its overnight high. So obviously the big news this morning um, were, were the events out of Iran last night. So Iran launched a barrage of missiles at two bases in Iraq that are housing American troops. Um, you know, initially you saw kind of uh, the reaction in the markets as, as would be expected, where you had the S&P futures get hit very hard. You had crude um, bid up a lot, treasuries bid up a lot, et cetera. Um, over the subsequent hours, I think people have kind of reevaluated the importance of the news. So it looks like there are no casualties. There are no U.S. casualties from the attacks. Um, that has not been explicitly 100% confirmed, but multiple reports suggest that there are no U.S. casualties. Um, and both sides appear to be um, you know, eager to de-escalate the situation. So um, you know, Iran has said that this will be their only retaliatory action for the Soleimani death. Um, and then the U.S., according to sources cited in various press reports, suggests that they will not respond so long as there are no U.S. casualties. Um, so Iran was explicit when they announced, um, when they when they took credit for the attacks, that they said that um, you know they implied very strongly that this would be um, this would be kind of it as far as their retaliation. And again, the U.S. Um, you know Trump's rhetoric overnight on Twitter was was not as bellicose as it has been. Um, so, you know, I think initially this was seen to be um, a major escalatory action, but over the last couple of hours, I think people actually see this as being possibly a major de-escalatory action um, in that you could see tensions ease given, uh, you know, versus where they were about 96 hours ago. Trump is due to deliver remarks this morning on the Iranian missile attacks. It's not clear when he will do that. Um, but again, his Twitter rhetoric um, overnight has been, you know, um, a, a lot more conciliatory, I think, than, than people were fearing. So, um, you know, initially what had been thought to be a negative is now thought to be neutral, if not even a small positive. Um, you know, I don't think it's a, it's a reason to go out and bid the market higher. Um, I, you know, I don't, I, I, you know, I think also that it's not worthy of a sharp sell-off. So the reaction so far is appropriate. Um, and again, there really, ha there really had never been a sharp decline based on um, you know the news out of the Middle East over the last several days. So it sounds like the market has a lot of ground um, to to make up. So you know we're about flat as of as of Monday, Tuesday of this week. I think people have kind of been pushing this off to the periphery and then focusing again back on um, you know where the mindset was in November, December, whereby the thought had been, you're going to see an improvement in growth and earnings because of all the macro, the positive macro developments from late last year that coupled with central banks would keep multiples elevated and drive further strength in the market. That had been the mindset. It was disrupted briefly by the Middle East. And I think people are kind of returning back to that mindset. Um, you have two huge tests coming up for that positive thesis. You're going to have the start of earnings next week. The banks kick things off on Tuesday, the 14th. Um, and then you have on the 15th, you have the phase one signing ceremony at the White House. I sent around previews on both yesterday, and I have links to both those previews in the Vital Dawn this morning. Um, I think the bank, you know, the week week one of earnings season with the banks, it should be positive. Um, you know, you had the banks give updates to investors back in mid-December. So just a couple of weeks ago, the tone then was bullish. 
Um, I don't see any reason why that tone should shift um, just a couple weeks later. It doesn't look like street estimates have been updated appropriately based on some of the guidance commentary that banks made at that conference. So you should see favorable numbers out of the banks. You should see upside to the current print consensus. Um, you know, so I think earnings should be decent. I'm more worried about phase one. Um, I don't really think you're going to see a real comprehensive multi-page specific document get published anywhere. So I'm worried it's going to be kind of just um, a very brief, vague summary of objections, um, objectives rather. Uh, and then not, you know, again, not not kind of specific asset purchases, not specific promises and pledges on Chinese behavior on trade, et cetera. So, you know, to the extent phase one had been the most important macro development, um, you know, in calendar Q4, and that had driven the bulk of the rally in the market. I am worried that once people kind of see that there is not much there that could unwind, um, you know, some of the optimism in the market. So, um, you know, that had been my thesis. I still, I still remain of the same view that people are too ambitious in their EPS growth assumptions. Um, that you're not going to see this this sharp inflection higher as a result of the November December macro developments. Um, you know, the multiple is certainly again, as I said yesterday, I think the multiple is the big area of contention. Um, people seem comfortable paying a higher multiple now than they were just a few months ago. Um, so if, if people, um, you know, if 19 or 20 times becomes a consensus, then, you know, it won't matter if earnings are even a few dollars short of expectations. Um, you know, I, I, I think those multiples are unsustainably high, but that's really where I think this all comes down to is what multiple will people be comfortable paying? Um, and that obviously remains to be seen. So, other than the Iran news, there really was not a lot else out to talk about in terms of uh, major macro news. On the calendar today, the ADP jobs report is at 8.15. Um, and then you have a bunch of earnings. So you have Lennar, you have uh, STZ, you have Walgreens this morning. Um, those are kind of going to be the big earnings numbers today. There's no major news scheduled for after the close. Um, and just running through a couple of uh, micro items... Uh, Samsung reported their preliminary Q4 numbers overnight. Um, that stock traded up 1.8% in South Korea. So their preliminary profit figure was well ahead of the street. Um, it looks like some one-time items may have helped them. They aren't, it's not clear. They only report headline profit and headline revenue in these preliminary in this preliminary release. And we'll have to wait a couple more weeks for the details. Um, but nevertheless, that's kind of the latest positive semiconductor data point, obviously after microchip Monday night sparked a huge rally in the semis yesterday in U.S. trading. A um, couple of other smaller items, but nothing too dramatic. No, the Samsung was really kind of the only major um, profit update, I would say. There were a couple other smaller pre-announcements that I have detailed. Um, so that is essentially it for today. Uh, and like I said, Trump should be making comments today at some point. It's just not clear when that will occur. Um, so thank you, everyone, for listening.